When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, this is a deserted place and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. They replied, but we have nothing here but five loaves and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and he blessed and he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. And all ate and were filled and they took up what was left over of the broken pieces, 12 baskets full. And those who ate were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. Immediately, he made the disciples get into a boat and go on ahead to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. After he had dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, it's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately, Jesus spoke to them and said, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. At the last church I served, I put out a, an Ask the Pastor questions box for the youth. And this was you know, my opportunity for younger people to ask questions about their faith and their church. I wanted them to get involved. And, and really, there were some big questions that these young people asked. Questions like, is God real? Why are so many Christians hypocrites? Is it wrong to doubt God? And this one, why do so many bad things happen to people? Why won't God help us? We tend to shy away from questions like these. And often many of us, we go to great lengths to avoid them or we try to answer as quickly as we can hoping that you know, people don't pick on the fact that you know, maybe we're not entirely sure of the answer ourselves. And questions like these about our faith or about God, you know, they're important, deep questions. But they're tough questions. And you know, when we deny the power of these questions, or worse, when we ignore them, We send a message about our unwillingness to ask those tough questions or to live without having all the answers. 
But contrary to what some people might think, you don't have to live your life with all the answers. In fact, admitting that we don't know everything there is to know is the first step in finding a kind of faith that can really sustain us. In the Gospel of Matthew, just prior to what we were reading this morning, Jesus has learned that Herod has executed John the Baptist. And so he heads off into the hills alone to grieve for his cousin. And, but all these crowds, you know, they're following Jesus. And Jesus, being Jesus, he has compassion on them. He decides to spend the day being around them. And as dinner time approaches, the disciples urge him to send the people away to buy food. But, but, but Jesus says, you give them something to eat. They tell him that they have nothing but five loaves and two fish. So Jesus takes what they have and turns it into a feast for thousands. Pretty impressive. After the meal, the disciples get on a boat and head out into the sea. And and this is where you find Jesus walking on water. And Peter tries to walk on water too. Most everybody knows that story. Now think about the disciples on the boat. Now, as, as I imagine it, it's, it's nighttime, it's cold, the wind was against them, they were far from land, maybe even a little lost. They were being battered by the waves. And the real problem for the disciples wasn't the water, really. It was the wind. How often do we find ourselves in similar positions, feeling lost, feeling like the wind is against us? No matter how many times we experience life's windy moments, they always seem to take us by surprise. We we think we have things under control. We're enjoying a nice evening sail, and suddenly it feels like we are fighting for our very lives as one thing after another batters us. What do we feel in moments like these? Well, usually it's fear. Fear that we will be alone as we age. Fear that our government will continue to prioritize the wealthy at the expense of the poor. Fear of war. Fear that our children, after a long pandemic, are lagging behind emotionally and academically. Fear that the church will continue to decline. Fear of racial tension. Fear that we are falling back into discrimination and marginalization and fear of the other. Maybe even just fear that we're not good enough. The disciples in the boat were scared. Not only was the wind against them and the waves were crashing, but then they see this figure approaching them on the water. Stop being afraid, Jesus calls to them. It's just me. Take heart. I mean, how comforting is that really? When you see some guy walking towards you on the water? The disciples probably didn't know what to think. And they wonder, it's, it's a ghost? What, what is this? Is it a monster? I have no idea what is happening right now. And then comes Peter. 
Peter steps out of the boat. He's headed for Jesus, this one who he trusts. But then he notices this wind strength and his faith just melts and he cries out in fear. We all have fear. And really what our fear boils down to is our fear of losing control. We often believe that we have to keep everything together, that we're responsible for pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps and getting things done. And if anything goes bad, well, maybe there's something that we've done wrong. In our society, we've somehow been conditioned to believe that controlling our lives in this way, as well as controlling others, exercising power over one another, that's the key to our survival. But instead of exercising power over others, Jesus demonstrates power under others by supporting one another in love. Which brings us back to Peter and to Jesus out there in the dark on the water. And the scripture has Jesus saying, O you of little faith, why do you doubt? But the word translated as doubt doesn't actually refer to not believing, but to the experience of uncertainty. And some people even translate that word as wavering. You see, we all waver from time to time. When we're asking tough questions of our faith and of our lives, when things aren't always in control. And it's in these moments of wavering, these moments of uncertainty and doubt, when surprising things can happen. It's in these moments when, you know, we might even take a leap of faith. We're asked to stick with life, even though it's scary, even though we're not sure how things are going to end up. We're asked to, you know, lead our lives in this different and scary way. We're asked to lead with love, to lean into our lives and to love even when we're not sure how things are going to turn out, even when we're afraid, even when we'd rather turn around and just go home and turn off the news or disconnect from the world completely. And that's scary. That's a scary feeling sometimes. Maybe even scarier than walking on water. But it's in these moments of fear that good news comes. When the wind is blowing its hardest, when the waves are crashing around you and you feel lost, God reaches out to you. When your doubt is overwhelming, God's peace is here for you. When you aren't sure who God is or even who you are, Jesus says, take heart. Here I am. Do not be afraid. When you're not even sure what the question is, the love and the grace that God offers you is the answer. I invite us to be blessed with hard questions, to to really let those in. I invite us to become comfortable with not just giving the easy answer, keeping the status quo. I invite us to become a little bit uncertain, to waver a little bit, to talk it out with the people that we love and care about, 
invite a little bit of mystery into our lives. Invite a little bit of wonder. May we be willing to take a risk to lead with love and to give ourselves and the people around us just a little bit of grace, just a little bit of space and a whole lot of good news. Take heart, says Jesus. Here I am. Do not be afraid.